Welcome back to the show. A little bit later, we've got Movie of the Week, which is Jojo Rabbit, but it's time for Webster. I'm just reaching for my phone here. I'm just curious. I keep saying rest in peace, old mate. I don't know if Emmanuel Lewis is still alive. The... Yeah, he's alive. No, he's is good. he alive? We got a message from him, remember? Oh, it's, it's, it's friend a... of the show. Exactly. It's friend right. of the show. Rest in peace at night, sleeping. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah Thank you. Thank you. That's what it's, yeah. Yeah. Don't let the bedbugs bite, Emmanuel. Uh, Webby, um, Wallabies versus the All Blacks. Uh, I think we're 50 to 1. So, in the words of Lloyd Christmas, so you tell me there's a chance. No chance. No chance. <laughs> Pretty dire, isn't it? Oh. I've, well, I've written about uh, the Wallabies today in my column in the Herald, just about how I think Eddie Eddie Jones, like, you know how coaches, like, try to divert attention from their team by using post-match media conferences? After they lost in Melbourne last Saturday night, he did this 16-minute press conference. He sat there and laughed and cracked jokes and even told the media manager, no, 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 I don't want to wrap it up yet. Let's keep going. They've just been beaten by 20-odd points by the All Blacks in pretty humiliating circumstances. I, the big question at the moment in both for both the Roosters and also for Australian rugby is whether they get Swali'i a year earlier than, in, than expected. Um, and the way that I reckon uh, things are at the moment is there are certain people at the Roosters that would let him go tomorrow. I think they were angry with the way that his management handled negotiations and strung them all along um, just to leverage a bigger price off Rugby Australia. I think um, there's other elements of the Roosters probably um, on the coaching staff who want him to stay because they see value in him. And I think last night he probably had his best game in a long, a long time. Rugby Australia are very, very cagey about this topic, about whether they would take him early. They, I reckon they would, but it would no, be nowhere near the $1.6 million that he's going to be on per year from 2025. So it's a really interesting one about where it will land at the end of this year, but I think that'll be the main dominant story line I think come, come the off-season. I'll be surprised if he isn't at rugby next year. Me too. Yeah. I, am, I, am I crazy? And, you know, I understand being frustrated in negotiations, but the idea that he strung anyone along, it's like we knew he wanted to go to Union two or three years ago. And I understand, like, okay, maybe he was saying, yeah, I'm keen mm -hmm. on staying, and he didn't. But it's like, mate, you you have to be a bit shrewd about this and go, he was openly, his management, everyone in the media knew he was putting clauses in because he would mo maybe go to Union. No, but he, no, well, not necessarily. I think the indication the Roosters were getting for a lot of it from his management. See, this is the thing, though, Beak. It was like... His manager, Isaac Moses, was talking to the club on, and, and then, then Joseph was talking to Robbo separately and he was trying to be respectful of the whole thing. The thing that's pissed off Nick Politis, the Roosters chairman, is that they believe that the deal was done with Rugby Australia long before um, they told the Roosters. But, like, right. for example, okay. the clauses, why, why were they in there? The clauses were in yeah. there from the start. From the start. Mm -hmm. So it's like you have yeah. to ask yourself... From the get-go, what are the actions? I, Rather than their words, the actions are there was a clause there. I I, I thought no 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 that was yeah. that was a, that was in the other contract, not this one. Like I mean, if he no, if no, he had clauses in his contract, he'd be gone tomorrow. No, but no. So that he when he signed, mm. it was it was not a secret that he had clauses in his contract that essentially would allow him to be released. So all the 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 talk can happen, but the facts are he came into the contract that he's on. Sure, sure, saying sure. there's no doubt the Roosters thought. 
that once we sign him, as, exactly. as mo- they do most They the certainly time, were given the make- indication. Yeah. I get, kept getting told when I was checking what was going on with him um, throughout summer was that there was every indication that he was about to re-sign and extend. Wasn't it shrewd from Wayne and Souths to, to recognise the situation mm. and go, do you know what, this is – this is not going to be good. Yeah. This is going to be complicated and we can do without the hassle. And when they released him, I thought, oh, my God, geez, this is – Well, they to, copped it. To the roosters. Yeah, they copped of all it. places. Can I say this? I feel sorry for the kid. Yeah. I do. Yeah, I, 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 I think I I, I, like he's been pushed and pulled um, in different directions since he's about 11, 12 years old. Um, he's got certain people in his ear. He's got management in his ear. He's got his family in his ear. He's copped criticism in the last sort of month and oh talking about God. whether he's up to it. The kid's twi- just turned 20. Literally a couple of days ago. I mean, ago. fair dinkum, we're making yeah. judgments on whether he's going to be a superstar in rugby or rugby league, yeah. and he just turned 20. Yeah. And to by me, all, that just seems I, like I've never insanity. met Joseph. They say he's just one of the nicest, most respectful people, but this is yeah, the modern age when you've got management mm. do a certain thing, but it just it naturally well, reflects on you, doesn't it? It's the age-old tale of an incredibly gifted human being people around him using them for their own gain. Absolutely. It's the age-old tale, and he probably won't realise it until he's 25, 26, maybe even 30, when he's going to look back and go, geez, there were some people around me that yeah. didn't really care about me so as a human being. This thing in history they call the curse of natural resource. Oh, These mate. countries in third world, third world countries have got all this yep. diamonds and all this stuff, and they get plundered. It's no different It's no different with talent. Absolutely. I look just know myself. It's exhausting being talented. <laughs> it really is, you know. Everyone wants a piece of you. Uh, well, but anyway, I'll be interested. It's going to be – I don't know where it's going to land, but it's certainly Webby, a Webby, watch, – watch this. Stay tuned, as they say in the got, You've got a, a better ear to the ground with this. But, like, do you kind of feel more, it's more from the roots perspective of, like, they've finally had something happen to them, what they're so shrewd at? What do you mean? Well, they're so shrewd at business and mm. contract negotiations and getting are. kids yeah, on board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah do you yeah, think yeah. that there's, it's more a case oh, of Oh, 100%. Like, I'm yeah. not saying that they, whether they should go either way. Mm. I mean, I'm not saying whether they should be have any right to be angry or not. You're right. Like, mm. God, the, the Roosters are the most shrewdest club out of the lot. Yeah. yeah. Mitchell Pearce. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I get it. I get yeah. it. But that's that, – that's, yeah. all I'm doing is just saying that's the lay of the yeah. land. There's some people I think Nick – Nick would be happy for him to go. Mm. Robbo would conceive value in him. Um, and Eddie would love him to come across. And Eddie, Eddie would, and, but also Rugby Australia would love him to come and across. Me. And people have got this sort of stupid idea that that, that Joseph is going to come into rugby and save it. No, he's not. But he's he's and but Eddie did an interview with the uh, Australian Financial Review last week, and he admitted it. He said, "Mate, a big part of his signing was marketing." Do you, Do you think that by bringing him across early? That Australia aren't Australia rugby aren't prepared to utilise him to its like for example if he comes across mm. the team is nowhere near like top five it's it's a te- yeah. like at the moment we're terrible yep. so what if he's this young guy comes in and we're not great mm. should the rugby union go we need another twelve months to prepare to give him a better in chance of being a superstar we well, hope the, the thing I is it com- yeah, it com- it'll come it com- well the World Cup's in in a month yeah. so. Um, he's coming in the first year of a, of a World Cup cycle, so it's almost the perfect time for him mm. to come in, really, in a, ahead of a British and Irish Lions tour in 25. Mm. So Webby. It, it's, it sort of works if he goes. Webby, uh, D- Eddie Jones, talking about shrewd. Mm. Ed, Eddie's very shrewd. Guy. But do you think he's – now he's got his feet under the desk. Do you reckon he is uh, surprised at what bad shape Australian rugby I reckon in? for sure. I reckon um, – uh, well, I think he's admitted in a couple of interviews with uh, UK-based media, and he said it at a luncheon a few times, um, at a few public speaking uh, functions. He's 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 hinted that he thinks it's a lot uh, more dire than what he thought when he 
took it on. Um, but he's look, people sort of forget he did inherit a losing team oh, from Dave yeah, Dave oh, Rennie. Mate. Oh yeah, um, and he's finding the same problems that the last two Wallaby three Wallabies coaches have had. There's just not the players there. And if you're just going with a rookie, the if the best if the best options are um, a rookie number ten or a veteran number ten who's in his thirties, that's that sort of sums up the nope. state of Australian rugby. But you know, it's he's three matches into a five year deal. So he's, he's the right man. Yeah, yeah. Because he's got thick skin. I mean, a lot of guys would have caved already. Mm. Now, the fact that he can sit in a press conference, regardless of what he does afterwards, if he goes home and goes in the fetal position <laughs> and lays there for three weeks, but he, he puts up the brave front, which I think is really important for the players. But um, you said before, and this I, I don't want to – this is going to this, – this is, this is disrespectful, but, like, when they name the Wallabies side, there's some guys that look there and go, I thought he retired five years ago. Yeah. Yeah, it's not um, – yeah. everyone – there's only one the, – the one thing – I talked to John O'Neill about this many times over the last 20 years. There's one thing that gets Australian rugby going again, and that's a that's a successful Wallabies team, that is pushing the All Blacks every time they play them. Yeah. And Australia haven't had that team for a long time. I'll tell you what, uh, the British and Irish lines would be interesting because last time they came out, like Sydney was a sea of red. I know. Mm. It was incredible. Yeah, it, very infectious. Do you think that – does Eddie have so the – my handshake. <laughs> <laughs> do you think that Eddie has the – the power or has been given the power? Because I personally believe they've got to take it out of private schools. They're, they're, they're absolutely killing themselves by just keeping it in such a small yep. population. Now, I understand it's great for the schools because they get these turnouts in you know, well, high school and that, but I think that they need to open the game up at a junior level as much as they can to as many people as they can. I, yeah. I know they yeah, do the to a degree. They the do pool, to a degree. Yeah. You know, yeah. people like yeah. where I grew up. Where I grew up on the north coast, they, still, they play plenty of rugby union yeah. up there. Do, do where I started that, my career in the Hunter Valley, that's yeah. very strong. Do you know what it is, rugby Webby, union, uh, big, and it's a work. It's a it's it's a lot of working class. Like I suppose yeah. it's a great example, Steve Merrick. Remember yeah, the great right. the Singleton yeah. coal miner who who played um, for the Wallabies against the All Blacks in the nineties. The big the big mistake they made a few years ago, Beak, was trying to be clever and making themselves really professional, saying, "Okay, we're going to have the elite pathways," which I, I'm really I, I'm totally against these elite pathways. All you are doing is narrowing your player pool mm. and telling all these other kids you're not going to make it. When you don't know. You put kids mm. at 14 years of age into elite pathways. Mm. I mean. You've got to give me a break. But you like, know, it's just ridiculous. But you talk about like I reckon the problem is with schoolboy rugby isn't so much that they only they're playing schoolboy rugby; it's that they're losing all those players to rugby league. Mm, yeah, but yeah. that's the problem. That all three. If you talk to people who you know, uh, you know, are rugby diehards in this country, the problem is the disconnect between schoolboy rugby, club rugby, and Super Rugby, and none of it's on the same page. Mm. And that's and rugby can't afford to do that. My my, my nephews all go to a prestigious, um, you know. Oh, private God, school. Thanks for giving us your time okay. this morning. <laughs> but, what I, but what I'm saying is, is that, that a they, double wins and they, have, that they, have, they have to. Hey, hey. Don't have a go, mate. Sorry, man. Don't have a go, mate. Some of us care for education. <laughs> the, by the way, people, he's got a monocle in the uh, So, <laughs> but, they, but they all, they're all, they're all forced to play rugby. They all have to start rugby. But away from being forced to do it, they're all leagueies. Yeah, wow. Well. They all go for the Sydney Roosters. They all go for Manly. They just love league. And if they don't love league, they love NBA and want to play. But basketball. it's funny every time yeah, I well. see Wall- like I've, I've got some. I've got to know a few mates who are former Wallabies, and when they were playing, all they want, I'd run in and they go, um, 
So what's happening in rugby league at the moment? You talk to yeah. Eddie Jones or Michael Checker. They, well, they don't want to talk about anything to do with rugby. They want to talk about the NRL. Well, it's, it's they love it. A, a question before Greatest we game fi- of all, apparently. We're going to finish off here because uh, we're going to talk about that game from last night. But um, Super Rugby and where it's at, it's a little bit like the Knights and the uh, the Titans uh, and the Tigers. You go, okay. Can you call your training <laughs> facilities the centre of excellence? <laughs> Likewise, can we call it Super Rugby? <laughs> anyway, what? Just the point. Send in your emails. We won't read them. We just send them in. We'll take a break. Talk uh, merely the roosters next. Oh.